What's up? This is Mark Lopes from Metal Church of Rasta Boss Band. Let us pray. And you're listening to Aftershocks TV. And for, don't forget to keep it fucking metal. Yeah. All right, welcome everybody back to another episode here of Aftershocks TV, right here on the CMS Network. And our guest today was coming to us from what I believe is really one of the best and most impressive doom metal bands on the globe right now. And they just released, a, excuse me, released this uh, self-titled sophomore full length. Uh, we've got from Birmingham, Alabama. We got drummer Eric from the band Amber. Eric, man, thanks for coming on with us. How are you, bud? Good, 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 good. Just got off a long day of work, but uh, still living. All right, <laughs> still you, alive. <laughs> still alive and breathing, man. Eric, great, man. I appreciate it, like I said, man. And just want to start off and, and just say really to you guys, I mean, congrats on this really outstanding record here. Yeah. Uh, it's just out now. Thank on you. Black, it's on our Black Doomba Records. Uh, landed number nine on the Doom charts for December. Just came out today, so congrats, obviously, in getting on that chart. That's always a... Yeah, great that, that was great. A lot, lot of great bands on that uh, on that list. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, got man. Of, got a lot of new listens to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, man. Well, you know, I just want to, you know, the first thing that I, you know, before we get into talking about the music, obviously the first thing, you know, looking at the record is, is this album cover, obviously. Uh, I just want you to kind of explain what all that symbolism or signage is. I mean, talk about what that is right there that we're seeing on the right. On that the is. <clears throat> that is actually, uh, I think it was uh, ancient Samaria. I can't remember uh, ancient Sumerian writing, um, mm -hmm. and it's actually the very first written form for the word liberty and freedom. Mm. Okay. Wow. So there I actually, there's actually kind of a cool story behind that. Uh, regardless of anybody's political beliefs, and uh, uh, 2008, I was a big Ron Paul guy. I don't know if you remember him. Of course. Mm -hmm. So yeah. when, when Ron Paul kind of came onto the scene, there was a lot of uh, talk about uh, anarcho-capitalism and voluntarism and things like that. And uh, I re had remembered seeing this symbol tattooed on a, on a bunch of people and started researching it and things, and it kind of fell off the wayside, and I kind of forgot about it. And then when we started getting into writing this album and getting into the lyrical content, that specific writing mm -hmm. or that uh, that text just matched the uh, message of the album, basically. And uh, we really liked how when we formatted it into this, uh, what you see here on the cover, that it, uh, it's, it's simplistic and kind of makes you ask questions. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah, no, well, let's, I mean, I guess since we're, we're talking about, you know, um, what, you know, the album means lyrically. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to bring up, you know, one of the, one of the tracks, you got the video out there for the track Yellow. Um, great track. It's one of the best ones I think on the record. And it starts, the song starts saying, and I'll quote it, this is a story of your enslavement, how it came to be and how you could finally be free. You know, and so, I mean, I, I personally kind of, understand i think i know where you guys are going with that and i, I kind of agree with you I'm pretty much on everything i think that you're 
you're you're you know talking about lyrically on this record. Um, no, I mean, I guess just talk to us, yeah, expand if you if you can, Eric, a little bit on really the band's message. You know, in terms of just what you guys you know represent in terms of a band, or is it just for this record you wanted to sort of uh, speak lyrically? Obviously, there's some you know political leanings in it, but it's not a, a left and right, you know, one side versus other side sort of. Uh, message that at least uh, that's what I'm taking from what I'm seeing lyrically. So once you kind of go ahead and expand to the audience here, what you really are trying to, uh, I guess, present lyrically on the record. Yeah. So uh, pretty much all of us in the band kind of fall in line with uh, either libertarianism or extreme libertarianism. I'm more mm -hmm. of the extreme vein. Okay. Uh, and the message of the album kind of revolves around that because I feel or not me, but we feel uh, <clears throat> that, you know, you got the left and right paradigm in the political realm and things mm -hmm. like that. And everybody's fighting to force their beliefs on other people. And if you look into the basics of libertarianism, it's basically just leave me the fuck alone and I'll leave you alone. Mm -hmm. Let, let, let <laughs> me follow, let me follow my freedom and what my path is. And I don't have to believe like you, you don't have to believe like me, but we can have, commonality in uh the constitution uh you know the basic tenets of like i said libertarianism which is uh the right to self-ownership and uh the non-aggression principle have you heard that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah so anything that implies or anything that requires force is not a good idea mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, another, you know, I know another track that, you know, we'll get into talking to a little bit about is end cycle. Uh, great track. Another great track. I love on, on the record. Um, same thing. Sampling. There's some messages there. Do you, do you, I mean, like I guess that I, I, you know, I'm with you on that in terms of, you know, leave us, you know, you even got a song here, leave us alone. I mean, you know, you really just, uh, this is really what I got to see the strongest, you know, the big strong message you have on this record as you just, you know, referred to is really just like you said i'll do me you do you type of thing you know like you said being in this in the doom metal you know sort of realm if you want to call it you know there are a lot of you know uh there's there's a lot of people once you start talking anything politically you know whether even though it's not you're not really aligning yourself to either side of the of the paradigm as you mentioned they just hear one thing that they might get their, you know, might disagree with or have their different opinion. And, and they sort of throw up their arms and they start, you know, kind of getting all uh, agitated because they think you're sort of, you know, advocating for one side of the political sphere than the other. Have you guys felt a lot of the pushback over the years from your message from the fans well, or have people been pretty, pretty open to what you're, you're coming with? So uh, this is actually our first album that we've kind of, went along this route and okay. uh um you know that the world has changed a lot in the past four years and we mm -hmm. went along this route because we think that regardless of what one thinks about our particular message the point of it is is that the conversations have got to start opening up and to be completely honest people have to mm -hmm. stop being so sensitive get a mm -hmm. little bit of thicker skin because if we yeah. don't get to that point we will we'll never have meaningful conversations agreed yeah right 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 i think that's a great point eric too um you know i could talk about this all day long and we've you know obviously limited on time <laughs> but 
you know, coming from from Ireland, from Europe, I think I'd like to think we've got thicker skins. We're not pussies. We don't get offended by anything. You could give me your best shot. I'm not going to get embarrassed. I'm not going to get offended. I don't care. Let's just have the conversation and keep on going. But that's that's almost like a side conversation. That we, that's definitely a couple of beer, a couple of beers conversation. Yeah. But yeah, you know, yeah. Eric, I, I listened to the album for the first time today, um, and I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't get over the heaviness and the heft of it. It was just goddamn. I'm driving, sitting in the traffic. <laughs> let's go. Fuck, that's heavy. I think it's like the second song in. There's this big chunky riff. And I go, wait, wait. I gotta go back on this. I gotta go back on this. So. For anybody who's watching this and they don't know who you are and you're picking up new fans like me today, what can they, what can we expect if they just, you know, to use the pun, you know, put the needle on the groove? What are they going to hear? What, what, what influences are coming out of that? Because I think it's just an awesome record that I hope it gets some traction. Well, to be honest, we all have uh, different influences. Um, and I know a lot of bands say that. Some of us don't even listen to doom metal. <laughs> some of some some of us that's all we listen to mm-hmm. um some of us are quite eclectic i guess in our in our musical choices as you can tell we uh the last track i don't know if you knew this or not but uh the last track Cor- corrupt is actually a depeche mode cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yes so uh that was my choice Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I would say you can expect uh for for new people coming into this album they can expect uh, something heavy they can expect uh dynamic vocals i think crystal's sure. vocals are just awesome oh, yeah. and uh yeah. and layered with the um i'm trying to think of how to explain grit vocals gritty vocals screaming vocals uh yeah. however, however you want to say that that's layered in but really when we uh when we wrote the album uh even though it doesn't sound like it there's a lot of uh I would say influence from Pink Floyd because wow. the album, conceptually, I guess you would say, right? Because the album is actually meant to be listened front to back. Sure. That's it. It wasn't originally. It wasn't planned to even be tracked. It was just going to be one long thing, mm-hmm. you know. But if you listen to it back to back, you can see how it, how mm-hmm. it kind of flows. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me, and the samples flow together and everything like that. So I think it's a very uh, cohesive effort in that regard. And I think that if a new fan comes in, that's what I would suggest to them is listen to it front to back. Don't skip Mm -hmm. around so you can just digest the whole thing at one time and then start going track to track to track. This is the story story of your enslavement, how it came to be, be. and how you can can finally be free. free.
very great. We avoid the horror of our enslavement because it is so painful to see it directly. We dance around our dying systems, but we can only be kept in the cages we refuse to cease. Fair point. And I think, like you mentioned, this is obviously your first full length, but you know, there's a number of EPs out there going back. No, no, actually, sorry. This is our second full length. Second full, apology. Second full. But there's a number of EPs out there. Like there's, I think there's five EPs since 2015. That's very prolific for a new band doing air quotes. Was that always the plan to just keep on going or to just end up going that direction because you had the time, the ideas? Uh, Well, to be honest, um, the first EP we come out with, uh, that was money, <laughs> right? Going to record, mm-hmm. uh, being a young band, everybody's got to split the cost. So we were like, oh, what's our best three songs? Let's put this yeah. out there and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've actually had a lot of uh, member changes because I'm sure the sure. Uh, musician community understands that it's hard to find people that have the same vision and uh, same drive and things like yep. that. So we lost some members and the same thing again, we released another EP. And then uh, then we lost more members and me and Crystal didn't want to stop. Right. So uh, I wrote the songs and we came out with 326 Spiritual Dialysis Mm -hmm. and I played the drums. I played the bass. I played uh, the guitar, the keyboards, Mm -hmm. the samples and went and recorded it all on a click track in a studio. 
Lead Belly Studios, which is uh, we record with them all the time. His name's Matt Washburn. He's an awesome guy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we recorded that. That was the next EP. And then uh, Mark came along and we wrote uh, the album 1823. Uh, and that was on New Heavy Sounds Records. Um, sorry about that. And um, we wanted to kind of keep it rolling, right? Like keep people interested. And we were like, well, what can we do? And so the next EP, we were like, well, let's do grunge covers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the singers have to be, or somebody in the band actually had, had to be passed away. That was mm, okay, the rule. That was the okay, rule that we picked. Okay. And then we have, we have four members and each member could pick any song that they wanted from that era and nobody mm. else could argue. Oh, I mm. don't want to do that one. <laughs> you know? But, <laughs> yeah. So we just picked them, went and, uh, went really well we got a lot of good feedback on the uh idolatry um Mm -hmm. and then kind of paused for a while and uh then we wrote our next album oh there's also uh not an ep but a a single have you heard uh we did a cover of bury me and smoke yes Mm -hmm. no i have not heard Mm -hmm. it you gotta gotta write that down with with a with a band out of atlanta named day glow morning who we're good friends with and they're also Mm -hmm. on black doomba records Mm-hmm. Um, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot nice. of fun. Yeah, unfortunately, with the grunge, like you said, you, you had to have a band member died. Unfortunately, that's pretty much most of those big bands, grunge bands, has had a band member died mm-hmm. over the years, right. unfortunately. But yeah, you guys get a great job by that. You know, one of the things I wanted to really talk about that I really love about the record, really, with, with the vocals, you know, is having the, like you said, I mean, Crystal's, you know, vocals are, are great. I mean, having those on top of the harsh vocals you know, I don't know if it was the production, the mixing. It's just so it blends perfectly because you could hear both over. I mean, a lot of times, you know, when you're mixing those two together, it can kind of get a little muddled. They can kind of get one over the other, but you could hear both equally the same when it's done. And I just thought it was, you know, it's perfect. You know, the the way that was recorded on this record. I mean, how 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 difficult was it really to get that sort of right blender mix when you know doing the either the mixing or recording because that's one of the, I think, the highlights of this record is just how well the two balance and, and blend together. It's it's very mm-hmm. rare that you see that blend mix well, that I, well together. I appreciate that comment. It it, uh, it really wasn't that hard. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've, I'm from Atlanta. I was a front, front man in a lot of death metal bands, and uh, I can't think of the genre right now. Uh, you know, the red chord? Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah what jo- what genre is that? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's hard to really explain. There's I so know, many. Right? <laughs> Some just extreme anyway, metal, I guess. But yeah. yeah, yeah. I used I used to front bands like that out of Atlanta, and okay. uh, so I have a real long history of screaming and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? And uh, Crystal doesn't, and me and her work together to uh, get her on board with that, and she did it a little bit on eighteen twenty three, the first full length. Mm-hmm. But one of the uh, feedback that we got from 1823 is we need more screaming more screaming more screaming mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. obviously we take feedback and then in the new record we took that feedback and listened to uh people's opinions and incorporated that and uh crystal and i just worked on it together and for some reason it's hard to explain like it just naturally mm-hmm. meshes like that mm-hmm. uh and in the studio, there wasn't a whole lot of, you know, turn the dial here and turn the dial here and that, that to get that perfect mix. It just worked. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Sorry, no, I was going to say, you know, I was going to say, you know, speaking of feedback, you know, I, I was, you know, on, on your guys' social media today and I saw probably one of the most ridiculous reviews I've ever seen. And I'm not going to give, you know, the, the publication or the person any, any uh, press here, but um, it, it, it was, I think, just so wrong on all fronts. It, it, to me, it was just a lazy journalism, someone who doesn't understand the music of the genre that you guys play. Um, and I, I know, I, I'm sure it was you. So, you know, you had a good, I think, a very good um, attitude towards it where you say, well, you know, every, every, you know, any press is good press. And, you know, we take feedback and sort of, you know, use it. But, you know, to me, that wasn't really constructive criticism. That was sort of like a headpiece, in my opinion. But, you know, um, I, I'm, I know that, you know, this is obviously what I'm getting at is, you know, this type of music, a lot of bands really play this style of music and this style of metal um, that do it. It's, it's it, this kind of sound can get sort of monotonous and stale because of the slow tempo of it, the, you know, just the nature of it. And, you know, sometimes it could be just even myself. I mean, if, if in order to really stay engaged and really stay interested in, in this style, you have to have, I think, a, a lot of pieces to it, which is something you guys have. I mean, obviously with the vocals, right. you know, different, like I said, the contrasting vocals is great. And then also the sampling really keeps things fresh and keeps the listener engaged. And it just doesn't, you know, this like a lot of these kind of, you know, this style of music, a lot of bands and albums that you hear of it, it could be, it could be kind of boring, you know. What I mean, it could get kind of like, okay, I'm just turning this off. It's just boring me. Not at all with you guys. I mean, it's you guys really do such a great job of keeping the listeners, you know, uh, the the music fresh and not getting stale and not just riding on a slow, really doomy, you know, part. It's almost like you know, okay, enough. Here we go, boom, and you're kicking to something else. It really is good. I mean, how conscious do you have to be when you're when you guys are really writing the music or just putting these songs together, recording them or what have you, mix them, how how conscious do you, have you guys had to be in order to really keep it sort of fresh so that it doesn't become stale and it really keeps the listener engaged without, you know, kind of getting ready to to fast forward that song into the next one? Because, like you said, you did a phenomenal job on really uh, doing that on this record, in my opinion. Oh, thank you. Uh, that's very much appreciated. Great, great feedback. <laughs> uh, I'll say that, you know, like when I'm working on the computer, you know, I do all our videos and things like that. When I'm editing, I'll sit there and listen to like Bong Ripper or something, right? Mm. And uh, I can zone out to it, mm. but I can't drive down the street and just jam mm. <laughs> Bong Ripper. And I, I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not ripping on Bong Ripper. Uh, they're, they're one of my favorite bands, but mm. uh you know, when we get to the writing phase and we're shooting ideas back and forth and then we actually get in the jam space and we start writing, we're playing it and they're like, all right, we're bored with this. Go to something else. Mm, okay. what, 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 what's what's a bridge or, or what, you know, what's, what could the chorus be or what could the middle part be? And uh, we really challenged ourselves on uh, this last album um, to try and keep the songs a little shorter. Mm, okay because mm. i i know in a, a lot of doom metal a, a lot of metal in general you can get into the six eight nine minute mark and by that time your average listener is bored yep exactly right right mm-hmm. so we try so we tried to challenge ourselves to keep the song shorter more interesting and it it just kind of came naturally it seemed like when we were trying to write longer songs for the sake of writing longer songs mm. You know, we just get bored with it. 
Mm -hmm. I think that's a great point by uh, Matt too, because in my my earliest, I guess, outside of the Sabbath, obviously you can there's some doomy stuff going in from the seventies, particularly maybe Volume Four and Mass Reality, that kind of that kind of hit that period. But you know, my my earliest kind of doom, I guess, was Candle Mass. You know, back oh, in '86, yeah. I think it was, mm -hmm. um, and I, I still love that album. With that, but that had a completely different soaring vocals in that sense. It was awesome. I can't remember that I think it's Leaf something or there was a singer I can't remember the name but and you know and um it's it's an interesting genre that can just get lost because the presumption is this is just going to bore the ass off me I'm not even I'm not even going to give it a minute and I think to Matt's point I think you haven't done that so anybody listening give it a shot don't just see doom and sludge and go not my thing and move on because it's not all of that and the vocals kind of mm. almost add this layer to it that you don't expect so I think that's what the engaging part is I listen to pretty much all the way through today in pieces, like from straight through stopping and starting the car and interviews, whatever meetings with clients. But, you know, by the end of the afternoon, I had kind of pitched it to myself and go, yeah, I'm going to go back on this again and kind of reevaluate. But one point I wanted to make too, you just mentioned reviews and, you know, Matt said about that social media post about how much notice do you take a reviews or do you just write for yourselves? And, you know, you'd often hear bands saying like, we got to write for us. If you don't like it, you don't like it, move on, whatever. Don't buy the album. Don't come to the concert. But how, how much before we together, I get the entire band, how much emphasis do you place on reviews and then take that back as a discussion point back together to all of you? Well, uh, well, first off, I mean, we are writing for us. We're writing what we enjoy playing. Um, but in complete honesty, I would love to quit my day job. <laughs> sure. Mm -hmm. So um, I wouldn't say we take it uh, super serious, and it kind of depends on what the review says. But uh, sometimes people give the, uh, I guess you would say, criticisms, right? And you're like, you know, it's, it's your baby, right? The album's sure. your baby's. So sometimes your immediate reaction when you hear the criticism in my in our brains would be that asshole, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but then, then you kind of stew on it a little bit, and then we'll go back and listen to the album again, all, all each of us individually or whatever. We'll come back. We'll be like, you know, what that guy said made a lot of sense. Maybe we mm -hmm. should take into consideration his opinion. And just and, and and try it out, uh, and if it if it don't work in the jam space, throw it to the wall. And if it don't stick, it don't stick. Mm -hmm. But uh, some of the opinions matter. Some of them, like the uh, hit pieces, he might have said, or they might have yeah. said one or two things we might uh, take and try or whatever. But uh, we try and listen. Uh, we're there for the fans, and ultimately, as a musician, you're there for yourself and the listener you you want to write things that people right. enjoy as much as write stuff that you enjoy so uh i would say you know we probably take 25 percent serious and like i said sometimes you'll go downstairs and, and you'll take one of those opinions and play it and you're like ah i kind of like the way this guy was thinking but i think i looked at some of the reviews today from you know different publications and websites and whatnot and the best one i saw and i have it right there and it said 
uh, 10 fresh cuts of doomy darkness. And I said, okay, that's awesome. That was just, <laughs> but most of the reviews have been really positive. I mean, you, you saw them, I'm guessing. And, uh, yeah. and it's not, I wasn't looking for negative. I just wanted to see what other publications and websites were saying. And I genuinely saw positivity on maybe the six or seven I looked at today. So that must be reassuring from the positive side, not looking for the hit pieces. Yeah, I, that makes sense. And uh, one, one of the opinions that we had on our last album is uh, the production could have been better. I didn't hear it, right? But uh, that's something that was said. And when we went to record this album, we took extra time on uh, the production side of things, on the mixing and things like that, to try and get it zeroed in a little bit more. So that's something that we took uh, right. took to heart, I guess you'd right. say. Mm. Yeah, production is awesome. I, I just, yeah. it's, oh. it's really, really good. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I yeah. also think this one, it, it, it does sound very, very good. is definitely there. It's a new morning in America. Fresh, vital. The old cynicism is gone. We have faith in our leaders. We're optimistic as to what becomes of it all. It really boils down to our ability to accept.
Now, um, you know, Eric, I, you know, you guys are, are based at Alabama, you know, and, you know, uh, Zach and, and, you know, the, the team over at Middle Devastation really have just been doing such a great job over the years, getting a word out about bands that are within that region, you know, uh, that, you know, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, that part of the South. And, you know, um, but and you guys now have been around, I know, for like God, almost a decade now, right? Correct. About 10 years. I mean, how and what's amazing is, you know, like I said, I just recently, you know, found out about you guys. I mean, has it has it, how difficult has it been really to get the exposure that a band like Ember really deserves, considering that you're not really like that close to a lot of the major cities? Like you said, I know you're you know, from Atlanta and obviously that's a major hub, but, you know, being around that, you know, that area, like I said, it, it, it can be kind of difficult for a lot of times for people to know that there's these great, you know, bands like Ember that exist in that part of the country. Has that been, have you found it to have been like one of, I sort of, I wouldn't say a roadblock, but a, a, an obstacle, I should say, for you guys to really to get your music out. Like I said, now finally everyone is hearing it, like I said, across the globe, Doom Charts, obviously, you make that, everyone's known about you. I mean, has mm -hmm. it been difficult? you know, getting that exposure, being from, you know, uh, that part of the country? Uh, yes, it has been. Mm -hmm. um, but when me when me and Crystal actually started Ember, we were in Iowa, and that oh, was wow. way worse. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, hey, man, we, we, we had to drive two hours to three hours just to jam with other musicians when we wow. were up there. Oh, yeah. Man. So um, I would say, yes, it's been, it's been difficult. Um, I know every band has uh these issues uh sometimes it's hard getting shows it's hard sure. getting on national act shows um also now being a musician you don't you're not just a musician anymore mm -hmm. you're a marketer you're yeah, uh, true. you know point, right? uh you got to understand algorithms you got to understand facebook you got to understand tiktok you got to understand instagram how all those algorithms work and how they're going to reach the up and coming generation and the generations sure. that are already here. So, uh, that, that's one of our weaknesses, I guess you'd say, as far as getting known is understanding, uh, social media and things like that. Um, but yeah, it has, it has been difficult, but it seems like we're getting more and more support, um, slowly. Um, one of the things I've always said since we've started this band is most band success comes from longevity. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of these, a lot of these bands that come out of nowhere and you're like, Whoa, man, where the hell did ghost come from? Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> right. But then you go research it and they were together 10, 12 years before they blew up. So yeah. it's a lot of, it's a, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of grinding. It's a lot of figuring things out. But I do think that the, internet environment is uh difficult to navigate mm -hmm. yeah I, I saw ghost actually a couple of years ago uh, i lived in new jersey and i saw him supporting iron maiden i mean you know maiden is a hardcore metal band and ghosts were supporting there was twenty thousand people there they went down right. really good so they again they they did it they they were in the, the the van and driving around and whatever it was i know they're tobias and the unknowns and all that kind of thing i get the story behind it but they've got incredible traction and they're you're a big name right now. So I got well, I got one more question I just before, uh, you know, go back to Matt for rap. But, you know, 2024 is here. You have recorded the album. It's a great album. I urge everybody to check it out. You know, the interview cycle, you're doing interviews where and when you get them and where you can fit them in. And the reviews are good. What does 24 look like for, for the band? Like what's in terms of festivals, 
activity? Is there more music on the way? Another EP, or you tell me what's that going to look like for everybody? Um, <clears throat> well, well, first let me show you this. This is something that we just recently had made. I don't know if you can see that very well. I can see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So right now we're going to be selling this at our live shows, but this is a bunch of um, art that I did for the album. Let me see if oh, I wow. can show this. So it's basically like a big lyric wow. book. Oh, wow. So very cool. That's pretty this, cool. Yeah, that's really cool. And uh, so every page has got a message kind of, tells you the message of the songs a little bit right so uh we're gonna be selling this live we have 50 mm. of them right now but then nice. hopefully we're gonna start offering packages on with this yeah uh on the internet um we're gonna start um play playing more shows out of state where uh we got a show okay. booked in florida we got some shows in uh tennessee we're actually uh submitted to be on tennessee uh metal fest nice um nice trying to trying to get more out of state get it get into doing more uh mini tours or little runs mm -hmm. um, yeah uh, you were speaking about our uh difficulties uh earlier um that that's one of the difficulties because we all have full-time jobs right mm -hmm. so it's not sure. like you can just drop everything and go on a two-week no. tour so totally. uh, that's one of the struggles yeah um we are talking about doing um i mentioned we did the bury me in smoke with Dayglow morning Mm -hmm. uh, we're talking about doing a cover of Corrosion and Conformity's uh, Albatross. Nice. With, okay. an, mm -hmm. with another band out of Atlanta named Thrum. Uh, another, we, we were also talking about another Idolatry oh, wow. uh, okay. EP. But this one, it's just pick whatever you want. Mm, okay. Oh, wow. Random. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of thinking I might pick. Uh, guar's the road behind oh nice okay <laughs> you, gotta put on, you gotta put on the gear you gotta put on the gear yeah. Right? Yeah. you gotta put on the gear right <laughs> but uh no uh right now it's uh focusing on promoting this like i said the book getting out of state more with shows but we are going to try and record probably at least five different songs this year mm -hmm. whether it be for uh you know the cover nice. the cover of albatross that i talked about or another idolatry and put that out and just kind of keep things in motion um me and crystal are also working on uh her little uh solo album not okay. album ep ep so uh, okay. trying to do that where it's more all electronic oh wow okay so okay uh, so, wow. so, some some interesting things in the mix very like cool it. yeah and i think that idolatry thing is you know series if you have multiple albums of that i think that's a great idea to do mm. put out three or four type of songs that are covers and and then like i said the covers that you've done i mean i mean i think you did a great version of, of down you know the stone temple pilots that was sure. I thought, fantastic that, that thank you that came out yeah and like yeah. you said you know and i think you brought up a great point you know to eric you know before about you know you're right longevity is the key these days to, to getting mm -hmm. noticed it's like they said these days you have to be a band for like you guys for 10 years for people to finally really you know to really to spread out. It, it takes really that long and you have to be consistent as you guys have been putting out new music and obviously it's it's all evidence with this you know great you know uh sophomore uh full length that you guys have out that everyone needs to check out uh right now of course it's ember it's out now on black duba records so eric why don't you go ahead and just let the listeners and the viewers know what's the where's the best place we could send them to you know buy merch you know keep up with the band you know you're, you're you know whether you guys play shows all that good stuff 
Um, well, you can access everything from uh, emberrockband.com. Okay. Uh, all, all our videos are there, our EPKs, uh, all our links, uh, our merch. Um, we don't sell our merch directly. We actually go through a local uh, company named Amplify T. Okay. And uh, th they print on demand, but we've got about, uh, if I had to throw a number out there, I don't know exactly, but I think it's like we got about 15 shirt designs on cool. uh, wow. on that site and you can get uh you can get each one like on a hoodie or a you know a, a girly tee or whatever you want right mm -hmm. uh so that's on our website of course our uh we have our facebook um instagram and uh we're actually trying to uh rebuild our tiktok because uh, our tiktok got this is my fault. I lost access to it. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I had to start it again. So, uh, but we're on all the social media sites, but you can access all that just from emberrockband.com. You can access our band camp there okay. as well. Nice. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, like you said, and like you said, you're, I'm sure you so much, like you said before, you're not just a musician now, right? You've got to be this this marketer online. And, and, and I mean, the amount of time, I mean, even just with, with doing our, our show, I mean, the, the amount of social media we've got to do, it's just so time sure. consuming. It's its not even funny. Um, but like I said, everybody is starting to take notice of, of you guys. And, and this record here is just proof of that. It's a phenomenal record. Ember out now on Black Doombird Records. Go ahead, everyone, and check that out. And yeah, Eric, we really appreciate you coming on, man. And, you know, I hope to see you on the road sooner than later, you know, and, and I'd love to check you guys out live. So hopefully we do see you out there hitting the road as soon as possible and you know get on some of these festivals that we uh yep. whether here or overseas or whatever i'm sure people are going to be taking notice no doubt awesome thank you well, i really appreciate the conversation i thought it was good constructive good feedback <laughs> so no uh, pieces yeah 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 <laughs> nice I, yeah. I i had a lot of fun uh i really appreciate it guys thank you yeah so thank you